Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Sky Mosley is with me. The ladies of Liberty are not. Today is a Tuesday, the second day of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. It is a brand new year. I'm, I'm here with rose-colored glasses on. Things are going to be better in 2024. That's I'm being the, positive there you go. about it. That's yesterday, right yesterday drug me down. I could be lying, Sky, because I just really don't know. My teams have uh, made it to the playoffs, done well, and just not gotten over the hump, whether it's my, uh, my Cornhuskers who made it to the national championship, whether it's my Crimson Tide who made it to the college football playoff. Um, it's been tough. But 2024 is here. We got all kinds of great stuff to talk about. The year is going to be amazing. I'm telling you, I, I tried to think about this guy over the weekend. I, I fully expect 2024 to be a train wreck of a year. We are going to see more insanity than we may have literally ever seen in this country. Uh, Scott Beeson, I don't know how you could say that. There's been such crazy times in our country. Yes, there, there has been. There have been crazy times in our country's history. But I don't, they were times of unrest, of, of disagreement, uh, many over, you know, labor issues, work issues, those sorts of things. But we are literally now living in a world of insanity. And, and there's a difference. Um, just disagreement based on philosophies or one group basically abusing another or, or, or whatever, that, that's, that's understandable. But we literally are living in a time of insanity where, where people will fight, burn down their own neighborhoods, just believe in things that cannot be true. Examples, you know, that, that men can be women, etc. We live in a time where people will fight tooth and nail, arguably to the death, for their life to be more screwed up and worse than it would have otherwise been. In the past, most of our insanity has been about, hey, this will make my life better. You're abusing me. You're, you're trying to steal all the land. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to work my children in a plant or a factory. A lot of these arguments were to make things better. And literally, we've crossed that threshold where people will fight to be more miserable and more screwed up than they were before. I, I, I do think we've taken it to a new stage and we are going to see incredible amounts of weirdness this year. And the reason I think it's gonna be that I'm positive about it, that I feel good about it is, I have decided in my mind, Sky, that I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to look at it as an alien from another planet. I'm going to put out of my mind that I am going to be living here with the crazies and I'm going to try to separate myself, come on this show, tell you what's going on, discuss what's happening with you and just have to go, <laughs> I can't believe it. Now, in that effort, I will hope that people will say, you know what, There's, there is a better way. You know what? We don't have to go with the crazies. You know what? We don't have to burn our civilization down. But I have discovered 
And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be work. But I have discovered that just being angry and upset about it only makes me feel worse. Right. So I'm going to take the happy warrior attitude in that, you know what? Here, look, I'm standing here. I've got my armor on. I've got my sword in my hand. I'm running towards them. They're running towards me. I'm painted in blue. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, little Braveheart imagery there. I get it. And I'm just going to be like, as I start to swing the sword, I'm just going to smile and go, you people are crazy. (laughs) Because otherwise, I'm upset about it, and they're just off in la-la land, you know, blah-la-la-la-la-la-la. So there's no use in me being miserable. Right. Right, you got it's the laugh or cry philosophy. Uh, yes, it, it's so, so happy insane. warrior yeah. is the motto. Right, uh, it's, for the it's year. kind of the Stonewall Jackson philosophy too. First, you have to realize you're already dead, and, and then <laughs> then you can really cut loose and fight. <laughs> then you can fight. Yeah. I mean, look, it's yeah. got it. Look, I have already guaranteed where I am in the next chapter. Yeah. So let's go. Let's Bring let, it. Let it rip. Yeah. Bring it. Apparently, it's coming, and there's uh, no denying it. And it is. You're right. It is. Completely insane. People want a, a, a lesser quality of life. Yes. Hooray. Let's, let's, let's have more inflation. Let's Bad have more. Golly, let's I have did more that demand a worse life. Yeah. Give me a worse life. Give I'll, me I'll a worse for life. That. Sure. Just let me wear a dress while I can't afford food. Yay, yay. I, I mean, wonder, is that is that our new cheer? I, I wonder if, if people, if we've had it so good <laughs> for so long in this country... Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, people are going to find something to, to fight and argue about. That's a given. Yeah. yeah. That we're so spoiled that uh, now we'll fight to the death over ideology. <laughs> and, oh uh, no, there, there's and, no and, doubt about it. I wonder. I'm right. You're wrong. Your guys Hitler. Yeah. Uh, you're evil. <laughs> and it's, it's it's it is insane. It really is. I, I, whatever happened to pulling together? And and at least there used to be some illusion. Uh, that's how the political powers worked, but I'm well, in America, let's really look at it for a second. Then we're, we're definitely going to have to get to those ball games. But if you look at America, America was founded. Oh, I'm going to really, I'm really stepping on it here in just a second. Okay, America was founded by, for the most part, a homogenous group of people with a homogenous set of beliefs. And they were able to agree on those beliefs. And you would get your disagreements would be based on, well, how soon should we do that? Can we really afford to do it now? That's that's a great point. Yes. Um, That's why they had arguments about the Bill of Rights in this country, where half of the founders said, we got to have a Bill of Rights. You know, there, there's going to there's going to come a time where people are going to be like, eh, I don't know if you should, you know, I don't know if you really have that. And the other group said, "What? Are you crazy? This is America. We we all know what our rights are. We know that we have God-given rights. You you don't have to go. You don't have to tell people you will be able to carry a firearm. We all know that. We all have looked at history. We know that the people who are unarmed are always become the oppressed. We always know that the oppressors want to be armed and everyone else to be unarmed so they can make them do it. We all know that. Who would be stupid enough to think that, that not having arms is a a good idea? No one. That's where we are, where we were. We were in a place in time where people were like, 
Of course you have to be able to speak your mind. Of course you should have free speech. Absolutely you should be able to say what is wrong with the government. But no. So that, that was the fight. The, the real argument was not whether or not you needed to have the, you know, I mean, not with, about what, what the rights were. The argument was about whether or not you actually had to state them because some people felt it was stupid you have to state them because we all know what they were. And the other people were like, nah. That's, that's why pe- they threw pe- in self-evident. <laughs> Just for you slow people out well, there. Because we don't know what's... Yeah. We, <laughs> we only know self-aware. Yeah. Not self-evident. So anyway, we, we had a, a common country with common beliefs and people of different places, areas, races, whatever, said, you know what, that, that's a good plan. I, I want to go where they do that. And then somewhere along the line, we allowed the alternative ideas to be heralded as superior. And once that idea started festering, and, and I think it was long before multiculturalism, wokeness, et cetera, it was the progressive movement. Um, Sky and I both know where we're gonna lay a, a lot of this at yep. late, uh, late 1860s. And, and then it really took off in the early 1900s and it became in vogue. It became uh, educated. It became this is what the highbrow people believe that every uh, it's all. So we ended up with this. Oh no, everything is better than us. And then you ended up with the, the Marxism rolling in. And now today in 2024, we have a country that has two different sets of values. You have the the Western civilization, Christendom, traditional, pro-American, refer to the country as the republic set of values. And then you have the other side, which is a Marxist, dare I say, humanist, pagan worldview of I do what I want and everything that the other people believe the old, in the old republic, this is the our democracy side, hates the our republic side and says we hate it so badly that we're going to burn it down with us inside the building. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem that there can be compromise. And the reason I say that and I would love to hear y'all's view as we as we enter into 2024. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just trying to say, hey, this is this is where we are. The the odd thing about it is we still have some folks on our side who believe, look, if we can, we can find compromise, we'll just if we can just dialogue, which makes me want to go. Bleh, bleh. I just don't want to hear people say dialogue anymore. If we'll just talk, if we'll just sky. If we'll just talk to each other, what do, what do y'all think the last 50 years has been? The last 50 years was the ascendancy of the left, was the ascendancy of Marxism, socialism, anti-capitalism, anti-freedom, anti-Christian, anti-traditional values, anti-family, all of those things anti-United States, anti-founding fathers, anti-history, all of that has just risen. So as it was rising, we were tolerating. 
And it's been 50 years of dialogue. It has been 50 years of this, uh, them telling us, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong. We will do what we want. So, so we've already done it. It's just fascinating to me that people on our side of the philosophical aisle, many of them in our churches, believe that now if we could just talk about it, it would all work out. The talk about it time has already passed. We've talked about it for 50 years, and they have decided they are right, they will rule, and we will live under their new democracy. To your point, tolerance mm -hmm. is the last virtue of a dying society. That's exactly right. And we, have and we were tolerant. tolerant. For so long, be nice and be inclusive and, be, and go along and go along. And, well... Now we're being destroyed by mm -hmm. uh, the, the better angels of our nature. Yes, and we have people who believe that, like I said, that, that we can just talk about it one more time. They have no intention of talking about it. No, so I want, I want us to look at it from a different point of view, Sky and listeners. Do we not have a, a God-given right to live in a community... And you can decide the size of that community that fosters, focuses on, and follows the old traditions. Do we have a right to live in the society that we would like to live in? And it's, just, it's a yes or no question. That will explain to you that we're behind the eight ball. Because the honest question is yes, but the left has no intention of letting us do it. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Chirp, chirp, chirp. That's crickets. No ladies of liberty here today. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and I'm depressed. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm a little down of what uh, happened, but we'll get to it in a second. But my question is: the question of the year is going to be: Do we have a right? I would prefer to say a God-given right to govern ourselves. I've asked this question for years and years and years, going back to my time in the legislature. Do we have a right to govern ourselves? Is this the this right out of uh, Jefferson, the, the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Yes. Okay. Do, is that, absolutely. Do we have a right to govern ourselves? Or, and people or, are like, or, well, of course we do. Of course we do. What do you, what do you mean, Scott Beeson? Well, let, let me do, do a couple of uh, um, easy ones for you. Okay. Do we have a right to have a little town, maybe a state, maybe a county? I prefer a whole state. Do we have a right to live in a place where for the last 50 years, we have said, the, said a prayer to God, and probably closed it in Jesus' name, before the high school football games? Okay. Do we Sounds have a reasonable. right? Yeah. Do we have a right to do that? Now, I believe the self-evident answer is yes, of course. Of course you do. This was then, never a question 30, 40, no, 50 years ago. it was never was. No, sir. No. So, so why every time I wake up or turn around, there's a federal court, the Department of Justice, someone saying, 
Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You you mustn't do that. No, I mean, you know, for the religious people out there, we're all good with the government saying you cannot acknowledge God before a football game. You're good, you're good with that. You're good, you're good with that. You will do what you're told by the government. Now, look, I know I'm meddling. I am meddling. Whew. And just to make people more, turn off the radio more, because apparently I just don't know how radio works. I spend a lot of time apparently hacking people off. If you remember in Alabama, that was the crux of the Ten Commandments argument at the judicial building. Right. Should any state, should any judiciary, should any, should the government of Alabama be able to acknowledge that there is a God and that he decides what is right, what is wrong? Do we have a right to do that? The answer, again, self-evidently is yes. But in these United States, the answer is no. Scott Beeson, I don't know about that. You're just talking about a, you know... That was just... Okay, so I know you're flustered. I get it. So what about this? Do we have a right to, I don't know, maybe have a nativity scene out by the city hall? Oh, no, Scott, that's an establishment. Really? Really? Okay, well, can't do that. How about this one? Do you have a right to not have transgender story hour at your local library? Do you have a right for your children not to be groomed at the public schools? Hmm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't seem like we have a right. That, that battle to that. seems to be uh, playing out right now. As as we speak. It's not going you, too well. Do you have a right to to maybe not give half of your income? What you work for, you know, what you what you earn, what I earn is is you. It is your time. It is your life. It is a portion of your life. Who you are, you invest it and you spend it on work and then you are you are paid for that work. Do you have a right for the government not to take half of your life every year in taxes? Now, I think the self-evident answer is yes. Now, I, I get it. Here, here's, here's where the question is. Well, Scott Beeson, you, you have to... Scott Beeson, you have to pay for the services that the government gives you because if you didn't have the government services, you wouldn't have anything. You would have nothing. You would have nothing. Really? Because I, I was publicly educated, and I remember some of the history that I was taught. And I, I've often said before that American history is really taught in most public schools in like three lessons. One is old white guys, founding fathers, eh, did something good, 1776, rah, rah, great, wow. Civil War, slavery, 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 slavery. Terrible, 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 terrible. That's that's the second lesson. And then you might get, that might be four lessons. You might get, oh, and then there was a world war, Nazis hate the Nazis, hate the Nazis, which is fine, I'm fine, they deserve being hated. And then you might get, a, and then you get the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement was the greatest thing to happen in American history, eclipsing the founding, and that's public education. But sometimes, sometimes you have a very good 
teacher, and they will give you the whole post-Civil War reconstruction of the South, and then you get this one. This is one I always love. What is the word? What is the word? It is, um, so Sky owns all the land, sharecropping. Uh, Y'all remember the sharecropping lesson from public school? Yes. Unless I'm mistaken, the sharecropping lesson from public school was that the mean evil, which is very possibly true, mean evil ginormous landowner who had the plantations and the slaves before the Civil War, after the Civil War, was breaking his land into smaller portions and freed slaves and poor white people were living on the on the property, and in return for living on the property and farming the property, they had to give a portion of what they raised to the mean, evil landlord. Do y'all remember the lesson we were taught? That even some of those required up to 25% of the crops be given to the mean, evil landlord. 25% made him... Evil, the devil himself, what a criminal. Now we all, we all give way more than that to the government. So That's where's different. the disconnect? Where's the evil? Hmm. It's kind of annoying, isn't it, when you think of it that way? Okay, I apologize to all of y'all I have insulted. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Don't forget, we are powered by 1819 News. Check out our friends over at 1819news.com. You can support their work by becoming a member. They are your citizen-supported truth-teller, shining the light on what is happening in the state, doing the job that we used to think the newspapers did, but now they are the newspapers, 1819news.com. Support nonprofit journalism that represents your values. Become an 1819 News member of the day. So the question of 2024 is, do we have the right to govern ourselves? Do we have the right to live in our own communities? Do we have the right to have, you know, the kind of schools that we want to have? Do we have, can we live in, what did I say last week? It was Salon Magazine. I think it was Salon. It might have been the Atlantic that said um, that the South, the red states, for the most part, not just the South, but the red states wanted to live in, what was it? What did they call it? I think it was free market, free market Jesus land, I think is what they called it. <laughs> and that's an insult. Oh, I know. They think it is an insult. an insult. And, and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because one of these articles, this is what is so great. And I'm telling you, you get, we all have to realize what they think. And, and this article kind of, and it may have been pretty blunt, actually, was saying, hey, maybe it's time to let the crazies, that would be us, have their free market Jesus land. And I'm like, hmm. oh, Briar Fox. Don't throw me in the Briar Patch. Don't throw me in that Briar Patch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm just like, really? <laughs> now, I wish some more of our leaders in our own state were, were, were proud of um, free market Jesus land. I would love to. Maybe I'm the only one left. Maybe there's only a handful of people left. But I would love to have an Alabama that said, you know what? 
these are the things that God says is right and wrong, and we're going to try to adhere to them. I wonder which Scott, which, you know that some of that includes includes usury, and the, the big the big banker guys are, are not for that. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm for doing away with excessive. Interest on the poor as well. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine does. with all the rules. That doesn't go on in San Francisco out there in La La Liberal Land or anything like that. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Where they take care of the... I saw... Oh, my gosh. There's another article, Sky. And it's one of those things I didn't think people would care about. So I didn't, I didn't write it down. But it is a guy who moved to the south, I think from California. And he, he's writing an article that he cannot believe... How much charity there is in the in the southern states? How much time and expense and effort people put into trying to help others? And he says there is nothing like this where I'm from in California. It is nothing like this. And of course, he throws in the well. You know, it could be even more. I'm like, okay, great ivory tower, ivory tower boy, but. He's just comparing the differences in societies. And the, and the sad part is I think we're, we're losing that. We're losing yeah. our hospitality. We're losing our, you know, am I my brother's keeper? Yes. We're losing the good Samaritan-esque. And, and, and look, and, and I get it. Part of it is because the crassness of society. Um, in the old republic, where you did things closer to home... You knew if I needed help. And if I genuinely needed help and was struggling, you would figure out how to help me, probably anonymously in some form or fashion. I would be grateful, thankful for that, and I'm trying to get my feet under me and make things right. The problem with modern society is since the government has decided to step in, and since crassness and there's no values, people demand to be taken care of. And I'm just sorry. If there is some if I'm sitting here going, Sky, you must take care of me. I deserve it. It's not my fault. And I'm not even trying to do it. Sky's not helping me. It's just hard for charity. It's not really charitable to help someone who won't help themselves. No, it's not. Not someone who can't help themselves. That's who we do help. But people who will not, who refuse to help themselves. So we've got all that just just bombing in on us here in Alabama. And, and I really think we got to kind of get back to the way things used well, to be. That's the problem when, when government takes over charity. And it did, it did not used to be this way. Uh-huh. Um, there's no accountability. All right? And once, that's right. what is once given... Uh, becomes expected and finally demanded. Oh, no, no, there's no doubt. And there's no effort or, or really any um, any need to try to improve your circumstances. Well, let me give you an example. An, an amazing thing right now to me is I've talked to people that have actually said this. Oh, I can't take that job because I'll lose my benefits. Yes. I'm like, wait a minute, what? What, what did you say? Right. Now, if, I make a certain, if I make more than this amount of money, I lose my benefits. Right. How diabolically evil is that where you trap people into a standard of living and they have no hope of ever improving themselves? Yeah, because the gamble is whether or not they're willing to give that up just to see if they get a little bit better. The government doesn't give a hand up. It's wrong. They feed people kibble and hold them where they are. I remember when I was in college, there was a... 
um, a girl I knew. She was. She got married in college. Her and her husband. I didn't know the husband. Um, liberal. She was liberal. I mean, she was a typical liberal white lady, white girl in college. But and she was all for every liberal idea. She disagreed with me all the time. Of course, no. Yeah, I know. I was crazy right winger <laughs> even then. And yeah. and one day she said, "Hey, Scott, you're not going to believe this." She said, "My husband and I have scraped and." just saved and eating Roman ramen noodles and not eating and we've saved like $2,000 because we got to try to buy another car. Our cars, so we're walking everywhere. Okay. Well, the government had scanned their bank account. Even This is, this is early 90s and realized that they had too much money and let them know that their help from the government was going to be cut off because they had saved like two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and she's like, "Well, I can never get ahead. I thought they were supposed to help me get ahead. I, I, they're they're helping." I'm like, "No, they're not. Their job is to keep you where you are." <laughs> and to see her face, she did, did the realization dawn. It started dawning on her, and she was she was distraught. Because, you know, great-granddaddy, the government, has, was not doing what it was promised to do. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. I don't know if she ever, if she continued being Karen or not. But just to see her realize that the government wasn't there to help her, it excited me and it also made me sad. It, it is sad in a way, but you, people just don't realize what government is and what its true role is designed to be for it to work most effectively for all of us. Right. And and they don't realize that people are in it for power. Power. Government is force. Yes. In the end, that's all it really as is. As long as they're in charge of you, they are happy. Lots of stuff to do today. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. So here is the thing. We'll end the first hour. Second hour, we're going to do a little football. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But I know that folks are saying, well, Scott Beeson, you, you say all these things. You, you, you come on the program. You, you start the new year. You, you tell us, look, we're going to be happy warriors. Things are bad, but we got to point them out. Tolerance has got to go away. We've ha- we have to win. There, there's no more debate. We're, we are either going to live under their rules or our rules. And don't you love it? Don't you? I mean, think about this. I'm old enough to know now. I remember when, and it wasn't many years ago, Sky. Oh, it's so awful. It's so awful. They, they want us to, to teach abstinence in schools. It's the, the, the preachers are in charge. Oh, oh, and we, all we want is just to teach about, just have a lot of sex, but, but be safe. And they want to say it's better not to because they're a bunch of religious zealots. Remember when that was the fight? I do. The fight used call. to be things like, oh my gosh, I'm in bondage. The, the, these people are, I mean, think of some of the words that came, the words that were created in the last 40 or 50 years. Okay, I'm going to give you one. If your kids are listening, turn off the radio. Okay? Okay. Okay, your radio's off. It's not super bad. Slut shaming. Ah. 
The Puritans were slut-shaming. You know, by saying, hey, everybody probably shouldn't go out and be with everybody else in the whole town <laughs> yeah, for a number of reasons. This is not right, and, uh, you know, sexually transmitted diseases aren't very good, and, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we shouldn't. Ah. Now, from a mathematical, statistical, medical standpoint, those overbearing Puritan Southern Baptists were right. All sociology tells us that the more people people are with, the less likely their marriage is to hold together. I don't like that, Scott Beeson. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's the truth. From a medical standpoint, the more, more times, better chance you have of getting a disease that cannot be washed off. That's just a fact. And now we have incredible numbers of people who have some pretty bad diseases. And we have the, the devaluation of the family, et cetera, et cetera. But my point being, and, and y'all can turn the radio back on now. Scott, I had it off. I didn't know what you said. Y'all get my point. But the point is, the fight used to be about how the left was being held down. They just want to do what they want. And then our friends, the libertarians, were dumb enough to go, yeah, I'm on their side. I'm a libertarian. So the libertarians are partially responsible for the degradation of our society as well. So that was the fight. They were being held down by an unfair set of rules. You fast forward... And now my children, our little children, have to be taught that they should possibly need to cut off body parts. They should have grown men in skimpy female clothing gyrating on the stage in front of them and be groomed and taught about sexuality at the most early age, perverted sexuality at the most early age. And that is what we have to accept. You have to be for that. You can't be against that. And the old oppression was, hey, look, let's teach abstinence in schools. We went from a fight over that to a fight over whether or not your child should be taught about sex in all different ways and possibly change their body. Again. So we... we Tolerance is the that. last virtue of a dying society. It really is. It I hate better stuff on the other side. You don't want to miss we'll the second up half. A little bit, right? <laughs> We're good. Well, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>